was thinking sometimes that like I've been starting to feel, you know, hit me in the feels sometimes about doing this podcast occasionally. Now, I always been, I've have for a while wanted to create a podcast and I'm very glad it has now. And I always wanted it to like be like, it would have to be a well-crafted piece of beauty, a masterpiece where the craftsman could step back and be proud of what he has created. Like God once gazed upon his creation, they called earth, like the mountain ranges, the river flowing down the cracks in the rocks, providing a source of life for the green around it, fighting for the liquid that gives them the power to live. For without it, they would wither and die where they stand. A creation where everything hangs in balance, for if one piece of this masterful puzzle were to be become deformed or incorrectly placed, everything would collapse around it in a domino effect. A podcast so immensely great, it would be like breathing fresh air into the mind of one who hath been belittled of such masterful work. A ray of sunshine to light up even the darkest of hours, to bathe a warmth into the dampest of places. I believe that so-called world we live in deserves to have an hour to listen to voices so pleasant it would be like a shower of honey, a sweetness in the undertones powerful enough to attract the bees of happiness. To give the average Samaritan an hour to escape their life and not have to worry about the next day's quo or squabble. An hour which everyone is allowed to just be themselves, even for the briefest of moments, and forget their wrongs, to forget the weight of which this cold world has placed upon these gentle folk. A podcast that can provide the happiness and joy that an unfortunate few cannot seem to grasp, to the warmth and just the warm blanket, to provide them the comfort they crave. We must give them these experiences that shall spark new creativity. Create the inspiration to get that fire started. I believe that each one of us holds a spark of that creativity. That, that is my speech. So can we like get started now? You know what, Gabe? I hate you. Like with a deep, burning passion welcome to episode 23 of the experience podcast that was a (laughs) 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 oh dear god you know it's one thing to read it it's another to hear it (laughs) fun fact that speech that liam just recited uh, he sent that to the, our group chat like a while ago. It was midnight, and he said that, and I and I just responded okay, and then he just went all out on me, super aggressive. Like I just like I just killed his parents right in front of him. It means a lot to him that speech. It means a lot to Liam. So, yeah, it meant so much. He muffled us. Yeah. So he could speak, and he let us speak, and I'm sure he's regretting it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, 
you guys want to hear a fun fact? He's just trying to fill it with noise. Yes. <laughs> Did you know that the longest written piece of literature in the English language is a self-insert fan fiction of Super Smash Bros. Brawl? Oh, dear God. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Of course it's a fan fiction. It has over four million words. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's 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 something, all right. Oh like, Lord. Um, imagine a fan fiction that's sixteen thousand pages long. I'm 16, I'm good. <laughs> Bro, the I get I get turned away from a two hundred page book. <laughs> I think that speaks more about what kind of person you are, Aiden, but, you know. Yeah, it really does. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, 200 pages is pretty small length for a book. That's, like, literally nothing, but, you know. Makes a joke, ends up getting utterly insulted. Anyways. Yeah, that's what we do here. 16,000 pages is a bit absurd. That is. I don't even know how you could stretch a Smash Bros. fan fiction that long. I I could understand it. There's a lot of characters. He probably made plot development and all that. Even with the entire Smash Ultimate roster and doing character development for that, I don't even think that could fit 16,000 pages. And then each and every one of them has like a sex scandal and... uh... He probably has a full-length story of each individual character. A whole novel trilogy. Yeah. (laughs) A Bible for each character. Yeah, a Bible for each character. And and have each and every character in that book have as much of a uh, intertwinement with the other characters like Game of Thrones. Exactly. And killing it's, off just as many. Exactly. It's Game of Thrones level plot development into a 16,000 page fan fiction. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understood what I was talking about, Aiden, but you know, <laughs> let's, let's keep going. <laughs> Or we can oh, just, I like, know full you know. well what you were talking about. I just chose to ignore it. <laughs> you mean like what we usually do? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't even want to think about it. This is kind of absurd. Who has, true. Who has that amount of time? Who has that much patience? Like, you're 8,000 pages in, and now you're all of a sudden like, oh, what did I make? What did one character do, like, a while back? What did back? I write on page two? Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'll just retcon it. I'll just make something new. It's probably how it goes. He writes. I had pot pie, so. How was it? Actually, not bad at all. Pretty solid. I had it with baked beans. Nice. Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yum. Pretty good yum. Pretty good yum. <laughs> pretty good yum. We're great with words, obviously. Um. When did, what day, was it like a week ago or over a week ago? I don't remember, but we saw the, Tenet yeah, in it theaters. The Thursday before we recorded episode 22. Yeah. So we just didn't have enough time to do it for the last episode, but yeah, now we're here. It's good timing. I mean, it's getting in theaters more in like the US now, but yeah, we saw Tenet and, uh, we decided we'll have an episode just kind of like talk about it because it was an interesting movie. 
and, very, uh, very large spoiler warning. Of course. If you've so we gone don't get this far, hate in the comments, but yeah, you know, we'll we're, we're anyway, going to be but... going over every detail of Tenet <laughs> that <laughs> we remember, second. anyways. Yeah, the thing is, though, or recreate the entire movie in an audio form <laughs> with just <laughs> us three. Let's do it. <laughs> no, no, thanks. <laughs> it's too complicated. We only saw it once in theaters and like barely understood it. So I don't think we're gonna like recreate it audibly. Nope. That would require an insane amount of just dedication and skill. Which we do not. Which we yeah, which we heavily lack. <laughs> uh <laughs> <Tenor>. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we start with a plot synopsis of what we remember? <laughs> Maybe. So that's the plot of Tenet <laughs> in a nutshell. Oh, boy. Pretty much goes like that. Uh, <laughs> actually, I, I don't even have to like, think back. There's only a week and I'm already forgetting. Um, the, bas- the basic plot was that the world was going to end if this one single person died. That was right. like, the whole end goal. Right. Um, It starts off with the main character and he's like doing like some kind of it's like double agent like spy thing or whatever something yeah. terrorist thing but it goes wrong and he gets tortured and all that and then he takes the suicide pill to get out of it but it was a fake suicide pill it was a test what yeah plot it was a plot it was plot like five minutes, like five minutes into the movie. yeah imagine killing the main character within the first 10 minutes of the movie imagine but yeah, so after that, he kind of like gets that's how he gets inducted into a secret organization, Tenet, the name of the movie. And so he's like, well, what does Tenet do? And then he kind of like gets like introduced by like some scientist lady. And then she's like, uh, so in the future, some people make a machine that like inverts time of objects. If so, they get like sent back, but like go through like in reverse of how you know the object like came back. Okay, so it's not a time machine, so you can't go back in time, but it follows the same path of which going forward in time happened. So to give an example, say you walk through a room. If you became inverted, you would be you would have to take the exact same path that you went into the room, but in reverse. Yes. Yeah. It's not time travel, it's, it's time, time reversal. Yes. You just kind of inversion. Yeah, you go back through the flow of time rather than jumping from one point in time to another. It's very interesting. Yeah. So the the mechanic kind of like gets introduced and is like and the protagonist this is like the protagonist have, is his actual name. So. I have a I have a couple grips with the movie. I'm definitely going to get to into later, but the first one is that he he doesn't have a name. He's literally called protagonist. So instead of doing that, I'm just going to call him John because that's the name of the actor. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, John kind of like, well, that's pretty cool. And then he's like, uh, so he looks at like all these inverted bullets and then traces them to somewhere in India or something, and then finds the arms dealer or whatever that made them with the help of some dude named neil played by robert 
Adams and Edwards. Is that necessary? Always. He's in the middle of an explanation. What's your point? Well, if it's a spoiler warning, I think people have already like seen the movie if they're watching this. <laughs> no, I, no, I'd keep going, but hey. But whatever. Uh, yeah, so like they go there and then they find out. Well, there's like some dude. Uh, his name's. Uh, I don't even remember his name. Uh, Sater or something or Sotar. Uh, I think it's Sater. You're talking and about the talking about the, the Russian, Russian dude, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. <laughs> I have to like open up the Google thing to look at all the names because I kind of don't remember. But ba- yeah, so he's he's the main antagonist of it, and he wants to cause like World War Three or something, and uh, he's got his wife, Cat. And then, like, his wife kind of, like, sold him, like, a forged painting, and I was, like, blackmailing her. And, like, she just wants to, like, see her son or, or something. I don't know. There's plot there, but I'm sure there's plot buried <laughs> there's somewhere. Plot. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's plot there. Just... Anyways, uh, to the cool stuff. So, <laughs> the God, what happened next? Right. They, like, had to do something. So, like, um we're going to crash a plane to like a building and I'm sure there's events leading up to it buried deep somewhere. If you look into it, but I'm not sure what it is. Another, I'll get into my problems later, but they crashed a plane into the building so that they could sneak in uh, Neil and John. So they get in there and then this is where like the first pretty cool part happens where they like, they get there and then they see a, a dude uh, come in, comes through the other side, and he's inverted. So now John is fighting a dude who's moving in reverse, which was like super cool to see because it's not like something that you usually see. Uh, that inverted dude gets away, and then uh, after that, they have to like, I think they're looking for like plutonium or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Plutonium. Because like, that's like part of the version thing for like the end of the world or something. Like I said, there's plot in there somewhere. But so they go and then they go on like a, a heist chase where they have a, there's a convoy taking the plutonium and they kind of like surround it to kind of steal it. And then while that happens, a bunch of cars that are inverted just kind of like come in reverse and then they take the plutonium back by having Cat as hostage. And then so they get into like the first like truly seen like inversion machine where they see like uh Seder, the Russian dude, just kind of like shoot cat with an inverted bullet, which is like not good. And no, then an uh, inverted bullet, it like it explodes your insides. It's not yeah. good. And it's like, oh, she's going to die. The only way we could save her is by uh, doing plot, which is in there somewhere and going in reverse. So they go through the <laughs> inversion machine themselves. And then uh, some like uh, John, you have to like go like out into the world in reverse. It's like okay, like I said, just plot there. And then so he does, and um, he kind of like goes out and sees the world in reverse, which is a cool scene. And then this is this is the part where it gets like real cool. Uh, now that I'm at the halfway point, I'm gonna have someone else explain the rest, so, so it's not just a podcast about me. <laughs> Aiden, you take it. Sure. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was that was it. Um, <laughs> that was the plot of Tenet. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Oh god, this. Oh, okay. Anyways, 
So John is that where the name we're agreeing with? Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. So John leaves this room inverted. The wind is now. What is it? What was what was the thing they said? Like the wind will be at your back rather than yeah. your face when you're walking, quote unquote, into it. Yeah. So he gets in a car and he's driving a car, but reversed through time. And also, he's got like he has to wear a mask because in yeah, reverse because he kind of breathes in. Yeah, he bad. breathes in carbon dioxide and kind of blows out oxygen. I guess so. He needs a mask to survive an inverted thing. Yeah, something. I don't think that was actually ever explained. No, that just, was explained. You just kind of missed it. Well, we're going to get into the parts about that later. Okay. Or, at least well, I, or not at all. One of the other. I will. Okay. So this. he's going through and he's trying to reobtain the plutonium, plutonium, plutonium by going back through time in this car. So he's doing his thing. He's like trying to figure it all out. He lays out some traps. And then it gets snatched. So he starts this reverse kind of car chase type thing, right? But then, like, okay. When he was going forward, there was this car coming at them going in reverse. That car is actually the same car that he is driving now, as I am explaining this, right? Yep. So he crashes that car because the car that car crashes. And he's like, oh, crap, what do I do now? And I believe he gets captured. I'm kind of fuzzy. Uh, no, he doesn't this. get captured. No, doesn't the captured. car flips. It explodes. But since the time is inverted, he gets hypothermia. Right. He gets, yeah, he gets, it freezes instead of burning him. He explodes and he gets a severe case of hypothermia. Yeah, and then he gets saved by Neil. Yeah, he gets saved by Neil. And he they're kind of living in a shipping container for a little bit. Yeah. Um. Then they arrive at the airport where they crash the plane. And guess who the guy was in the suit? That was John. John, uh, forward John, was fighting reverse John. If, this, if you're even still following this, God bless you. It, it's not even just that, because um, John was fighting himself in reverse, but he also went through the inverse thing and also was the other dude that kind of went past Neil for a second. So he was there like yeah. twice. So yeah. that's kind of... He was there like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was there like a few times. Which means he's now forward after that scene. He's yeah. going forward. It's very... It's crazy, but it's it's very cool. Um, does he end up even getting the plutonium? I don't think he does. No, he doesn't. There, there's up- nothing about them actually acquiring plutonium. No. That was the whole goal of him going backwards. <laughs> uh, and he the, just well, ended up not. But the next, basically, like, they, um, Seder and the Russians kind of, like, get their hands on plutonium. And they're like, well, now we got to, like, go to Siberia or something. Have Cat distract Seder. And uh, so that he doesn't like kill himself and end the world because that's like like how it works or such as a bomb. It's it's weird. <clears throat> and then um, while the rest of the team do a weird thing where they do it uh, an inverted pincer movement, where they do like a a pincer movement with themselves. They have their inverted self as one team and their forward self going as another and like doing a pincer thing as a raid on this place so that they could like stop the bomb. Yeah. And then like, yeah, that was a 
It's sort of cool sequence, but like, so I'm gonna get back into that. But and then at the end, they stopped the bomb, stopped the apocalypse, and then like the the plot twist is, is like they pull a Terminator two, and then it's like, wait, so John was actually the one that created Tenet in the future, and that he like, you know, met Neil, who was the one there, and then he and uh, God, how do I explain the- that? He met this guy in the future, but the guy in the future is with him now because he went back in time to be his friend to get him to move forward and understand that in the future they'll become friends. And yeah, I yeah, I didn't even get the explanation. I saw the same movie you did. (laughs) (laughs) We all went at the same time. Yes, we were right beside each other and we were like, what? He explained it at, like, the very end when he was leaving. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know it, but, like, it's hard to explain. Yeah. And I I don't think I even did it very well. No, you didn't. It's just bad. (laughs) I kind of want to get into my first gripe with Tenet. My first main thing. The audio balancing sucks. 90% (laughs) of the time, you can't hear anything that somebody is saying because the music and sound effects just overpower the dialogue most of the time. You can't... I didn't... I honestly didn't even notice that. I I definitely... And this is a thing that a lot of... I've looked online and a lot of people kind of had this issue with it as well. It's something that Christopher Nolan has been doing in his past few movies and we're just like... The music, the soundtrack is great. I love the soundtrack. Fantastic. Like, it was honestly, it it was really good. It slaps, yeah, but true, like true, it true. was so loud with the, the sounds there that you just like, I couldn't hear what somebody's saying. And then you're like, wait, they're doing exposition. And like, wait, I'm sorry. Could you, could you repeat that? We should have went to the subtitles viewing of it. <laughs> should have taken that instead. <laughs> uh, then we'd actually know. Because right now, like the only thing I got from the movie was like yeah that was a pretty cool concept but i didn't understand the plot just because like i couldn't hear anything uh, like i i got it i heard everything i honestly didn't i didn't understand your problem with it right there i got the full experience of the movie i don't know if it's because i'm used to watching movies with like extremely loud soundtracks and well, you, it's the thing is, the other movies I've seen in theaters, it, the dialogue doesn't get overpowered as much. It's just that, and that you you have to struggle a lot more. I found myself struggling a lot more just to hear what was going on. Hmm. And also, I guess it was just a complicated plot to follow. It was like really weird. And also, the ending or the climax where they're like um, doing that pincer movement. What what were they shooting at? What do you mean? That whole battle where they were like doing this whole war zone. We didn't get like a single frame of a glimpse of who they were shooting at. Like I assume it's like Russians or whatever, but it just looked like a bunch of people, some going in reverse and some going forward, just shooting while walking around. Yeah, I know it was a war zone. Yeah, but like we didn't see. A war zone that happened back in time that they knew happened so they could follow this because they knew that this part was there because the Russian man found it there and they were trying to stop that because it was 
in that town of what was that section 12 yeah because they had to stop because that's where like the bomb was and they had to stop it and like i knew why they were there but there was like it was in the middle of like the cold war or something that was the thing but it wasn't the cold war it was something in russia like there was a big nuclear war yeah, that was or something the, happening yeah, that was the big um or i guess it was a newer cold war or something it was definitely a war out in Russia. That's all yeah, I can remember. Some, uh, maybe we, <laughs> we should have watched the movie again before like doing an episode. I think the big thing is like it's a very confusing movie. Like some of the plot points in it are like super cool on the first time view, but like most of the actual plot itself is like what is going on. I, I didn't get any of that, or at least it was my experience. Anyways, I feel Part- like. The first half of the movie, I was like, what's happening? But then when you watch the second half of the movie, a lot of things start filling in. Yeah, a lot start, but there's also like still some things are like, I don't know. I just kind of ignored some of the plot points. Like, where'd the plutonium go? What did they do with it? Why aren't they hunting it anymore? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> plutonium go burr. <laughs> Yo, we going to do like some time apocalypse kind of thing? That's kind of cool, though. Time, Timey-wimey timey wimey wibbly wobbly but enough of tenant because it's making my brain hurt for the second time yeah um what would you guys do with that technology if you had the uh, chance to if you could invert yourself what would you do with it oh yeah i don't think i'd be able to (laughs) think of something the thing is realistically that's it's such a the thing is, Thanks. if you want to invert yourself, you have to know why you want to do it and plan ahead so that when you invert yourself, you're already doing what you planned ahead to do, right? You can't just like invert yourself willy nilly. Now you're not going to like, you're just going to be doing what you did for the past life. But, but, that's not how, but that's not how it worked. When he inverted himself, he didn't. When you invert. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> That's, yeah, if you invert an object, it has to follow what happened to it. But if you invert a living thing, it's them it traveling fall. back in time, but you're going forward. It it's Yeah, but they so go weird. do the path that they are predetermined to take. But the path that they took wasn't what they originally took. They were well, that that's what makes this so confusing. <laughs> Okay, enough about Tenet. Oh what, what, what's your number verdict? We'll just we'll give a number of verdicts and then forget about it. I'll give the movie a solid seven. I'd agree. Same, actually. Yeah. And no, I'll give it like a seven and a half. I like. I think I liked it a bit more than you guys. I think another. It was a I solid had. movie, but I don't think it's like the greatest thing I've ever no. seen. I think the main cool thing about it was the concept, but the rest of the movie didn't really feel like as great of a movie. Like I didn't care about the characters or anything about it, really. Yeah, so, yeah, it was just they didn't make me feel like part. I connected to them. Yeah, I didn't connect that. It just you know, it just felt like people doing plot things for <laughs> two and a half hours. So, yeah. People doing plot things. Yeah. It's it's not I will for say two and a half hours. It was a little long. Yeah, well, that's most of Nolan's movies now are around that uh, time. But it it's long, but it doesn't feel like I felt like it should end like about half an hour before it actually ends. I was start. I was thinking like, hey, is that going to be the end? 
and then it seems like it's wrapping everything up to leave on a cliffhanger and then it just comes back full force nuts yeah. to butts action again and i was like what the hell yeah it was weird i rewatched inception like a day or two after watching tenet and i think inception's a lot better of a movie yeah but then again you got to remember they had uh dicaprio absolutely killing that role well, Caprio kills every role. I mean, I feel like besides that, we got to like ignore DiCaprio when we talk about good <laughs> movies because that's a given. Yeah, that's true. Given besides that, I think the movie's just more solid in general. Yeah. Like, I it didn't think good. Tenet was it bad. It was good. I didn't think Tenet was bad. It, it was definitely enjoyable, especially like the parts. And you know, it was like I had like kind of jaw dropping. I don't I was, think like, it would yeah. be like a waste of time going back and rewatching it. I think yeah. I would want to do that. Oh, yeah. Agreed. I'll Does definitely another episode actually reviewing it. Yeah, I think what I'll do after we record it, I'll definitely bump the soundtrack though. Yeah, the soundtrack bumps hard. So it's really good. Anyways, but anyway, that was that was Tanat. Okay, so okay, screw a time inversion. If you could travel back in time, where where would you go? Like if you had time machine, time travel. Forward or back, what, where would you go and why? I'd go back and rewatch Tenant so I can understand it. <laughs> Watch Tenant in reverse. <laughs> oh my, okay, no. Oh dear God, no. <laughs> Maybe you'll get it a makes even less message. sense. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. What's a, what's a, what's a cool era? To travel to time travel to zero BC. <laughs> what happens in zero BC? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Jesus Go was born back three AD. What? Jesus was uh, not actually what, what? born on zero. He was actually born in three. Why? I don't know, but that's <laughs> when he is officially born officially born like yeah. he was unofficially born a couple of years prior yes <laughs> well no that's like when it's like like i know the zero is set his canon birthday i'm not talking about this now i don't feel like <laughs> <laughs> uh, just historians say so a whole religious religious debate but historians <laughs> say this so i'm just like yeah okay cool uh whatever I, I i'm not gonna debate because i don't feel like it <laughs> the thing is debating takes up energy and who has energy anymore dude I, mean, I used up all my energy just trying to explain the plot of tenant i feel mentally exhausted trying to explain Tenet. yeah it's it, it's that it's that kind of movie it truly is one of the things where you have to see it in order to truly maybe understand come it, close yeah. to minorly understanding what happened yeah or or maybe we're just too dumb which is also equally plausible i think Could i understood be. it but the fact is i don't know how to explain what happened because yeah, it's such a, a screwy thing, yeah. movie yeah that you have to you have to watch it to see what we're talking about yeah and then you'll kind of like under the end you're like, ah, and then there's like someone's like oh yeah that's pretty cool and then after you come out you're like wait what but like, yeah, whatever. And then just forget about it. <laughs> How many more burps you got loaded up in there? 
It's a great question. It seems it's like they're coming at 10 minute ear intervals. <laughs> I think it's pretty, but a lot quicker than 10 minute intervals. Seems to be like Fair. every three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked the timestamp, so. Oh, yes, never mind. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot more common. You seem to be just a gassy boy. I'm going to call you a star. <laughs> a gassy boy. You're a gassy boy. You know that. But either way, you guys never answered my question. Why would you want, like, if you could go any any point in time? <laughs> my turn. Where would you go and why? Uh, oh, yeah, we're still thinking of uh, good eras. Good, interesting right, well, eras. Well, well, Gabe is thinking. Aiden, you got any? I honestly, I don't think I really want to mess with time travel. Don't if, worry like, about no repercussions. With it. It's the uh, time travel that happens why? in the Avengers mm. Endgame. Yeah, you just created Avengers a new Endgame type of uh, time travel. Just creating a new timeline because your future <laughs> is your past, and your past no, is no, your future. Yeah, no grandfather paradoxes. Wow. Just anywhere in time. Where would you pick? Just seems like the world's kind of boring, though. I can't think of any time. <laughs> Realistically, I would uh, like. I know most people are like, mm, history is so boring. Why would you want to go back in time? Um, but like, I would want to see the construction of the great pyramids in Egypt. That would be pretty cool to like go back and witness. Figure yeah, out actually. I want to see aliens, whether or not ancient aliens is correct. <laughs> the pyramids actually were built top to bottom. <laughs> and then flipped. Yeah, and then no, top starting from the top bottom without flipping it. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> that's why the aliens made it. it. It just got projected. The pyramids aren't real. They're hoaxes. Like despicable me. They're just They're inflatable. Inflatable. <laughs> inflatable pyramids, yeah. So then if you go too close to it with a pin, you just pop the whole pyramid. I mean, Because you're not allowed to climb those things, right? Are you no, allowed because to climb them? Because they're so, they're, so, they're so old that you, could, you just step on it and it just starts crumbling. They're the only one of the seven ancient wonders left. And they're also the What were the, the other seven thing. wonders? Um, either six. Uh, oh. no, it was seven. Yeah. Or was no, it there's eight? seven ancient wonders of the world? Yeah, but the yeah, rest and of them we were got talking like about the pyramids, and you said, "What are the other seven? Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, the others, <laughs> they're all been destroyed to time. So the other wonders were the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, the Statue of Zeus at Olympia, the Temple of Artemis, the Mausoleum at how word the colossus of Rhodes and the lighthouse of alexandria all of these have been destroyed except the pyramids why uh i think either destroyed by like nature or like they got burnt down or something then how do they know these exist uh people lived in those times and kept records of them and passed down to generations but yeah, but how could you take that as truth? How could you take anything from the past as truth? Oh, no. 
<laughs> Do we want to oh, get into no. this conversation? I think we want to get into this conversation. <laughs> oh, you want to? All right. Aiden, you want to join us in this conversation? No, but I don't have a choice, so you know. <laughs> okay. I mean, I could just leave. You can't, you can't just leave when the episode is still recording. What do you think we are, unprofessional? Yes. Yeah, but, you're you right. Know. Hang on. I'm Bye. I can't believe we just leave. How could he? And we should talk about something interesting while he's gone. I heard Kerma that. Bandum. Oh. Uh, form a band? No, form- perma ban him. Perma ban. You can't perma ban me. Yeah, Watch. we can. <laughs> yeah. I'd do it as a joke, but I'm not going to because it'll be too much work to add you back. True. You just kick you out of the recording session. There's the product of digitalization. Get wrecked. You're never gonna join us again. Okay, but anyway. What? History. Can we believe it? I don't know. Can we? I mean, I don't know. But that's the thing. Like, I want to. Uh, where is hard proof that people actually did what the historians say they did? Sure, there's artifacts left behind and everything to give us guesses, but. Well, yeah, that's what history is. History just, is just an educated guess. Yeah, there's nothing concrete. It's like theories. It's like we really don't know what's like at the edge of the universe, but we just theorize. So, in reality, don't care about history. It's garbage. Those who forget about history are doomed to repeat it. History repeats itself anyway. It doesn't matter even if you do understand it. That is completely true, yeah. He has a point. So just don't (laughs) learn about history. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's useless. I could speak. English is my first language. Fun fact. No, it's not. What else do you speak? Fluent gibberish. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) That's his first language. That's my first language. Just uh, kind of gets melded in with his English. Yeah, it's the accent of dumbass. <laughs> mm, Get yeah. on my All right, well, level. My linguistics are unmatched. Yes. I actually got a question for you guys. What? Yes. Go China. Okay. 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 That's a this very is broad. Already not good. <laughs> Um, I want to, the coronavirus, right? Oh boy. Demonetized. With China. The population that China has, 1.5 billion people. Yeah. How? Have you seen the numbers that they've been telling? Oh yeah, they're not true. Yeah. I haven't because I don't watch the news because why would I? They, I know they were telling us at the at the, the 7th, the 3rd of September, out of 1.5 billion people, they had 25 cases. Oh, yeah, that's, that's clear. <laughs> you're you're telling me this is true. How many cases no. are there worldwide? I haven't checked in a while. 
coronavirus cases uh, worldwide. World's coronavirus cases. Oh, we boy. have um, twenty six point four million worldwide. Oh my god! They just keep getting worse. You keep you taking the mic until it's just the, the end. How could you do that? I don't know. I have I have power. Yeah, I know. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Stop. I don't want to hear that but power yeah, anymore. Like China. The why China would you experience. lie? Like, why would you lie about your cases like that? If you were going to lie about your cases, right? Make it believable. You do not have three cases per every million people you have. Like, come on, get serious. What if they How actually do? do and it's just the Western world sucks at keeping in, in, in case. I mean, that is a good theory, but also the entirety of China just could be sick. And they're just like, ah, well, we just won't tell anyone. Yeah. 1.5 billion because if cases because China if alone. china reveals themselves as like the like 90 percent of the country is sick or whatever that quote unquote makes them vulnerable or weak or whatever and they don't want that they want they want the world to recognize them as a power a power Bruh, everyone as Everyone is sinking and dying. I don't think that if they say that, hey, yeah, we're struggling too, they look weak. You don't. <laughs> New China... theory. Only 25 oh people were ever tested, and that's the number that they put out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that makes do... more sense. <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense. They just don't that... test people, and that's why I the mean... number is so low. I mean, the U.S. did does the exact same thing, so I would not be surprised. If there's just less tests, then there's less cases. Exactly. It's called smart thinking. If you don't test anybody, there's no COVID cases. Oh my I God. think it's genius. <laughs> I think the whole world should adopt that. No, actually Omega don't do that. brain. Actually, don't. If you're making your own sovereign nation, test people. Don't, like, do that. Or just assume everyone has COVID and just never go outside, which I'm already doing. Yes, that is, that's fair. Anti-social gang. I, we Bro, haven't. I could buy a Ford ambulance. A Ford ambulance for five grand. Buy it. Wait, what? <laughs> Didn't I say that you should be looking at cars after the episode? Yes, you did. I could buy a legitimate ambulance. But the ambulance has me intrigued. <laughs> a 93 ambulance. But you need For $4,700. But you need an official license to drive an ambulance. Was it class two or something? No, you don't. No? No, you don't. I'm pretty sure you need something at least above a class five to drive an ambulance. I'm, all, I'm almost sure. certain that you need at least a three or something, or maybe even a two. Aiden is fiercely searching. Either that or is that Liam. No, Class that's four. You must be minimum of 18 years old and possess a valid Manitoba Class 4 driver's license. It's class 4. 
So you can't yeah. drive it even if you do get the ambulance. <laughs> you can have it, though. Yeah, you can own it until you get a class 4 and you're 18, I guess. And then you can just drive. <laughs> man's got to get his class 5 first. Yeah, screw coronavirus, man. I, can, I can't book one. It's horrible. Oh, rip. But imagine having an... You could just turn the sirens on and just kind of run every <laughs> light, dude. <laughs> just bolt down. Oh, yep. man. I think I could get arrested for that if anyone well, that yeah. works for the city notices me. But, you know... Just don't let them find out. Just some kid driving an ambulance that's 250 the, that's, kilometers an hour down St. Mary's. <laughs> that's yes. the trick into getting into to getting just not arrested just don't get caught it's quite easy actually so what you're saying is you want us to drive an ambulance normally no i want you to drive fast but don't get caught wait um okay tint the windows yeah there you go exactly hide the cover the license plate doesn't look sketchy at all (laughs) tint the windows and cover the license plate and then just drive around as fast as you want you don't even need the the sirens yes and you'll you'll have the sirens on but so then you can't hear the cop cars pulling you over <laughs> yeah there you go just don't get pulled and then over. don't put a license plate on it yeah exactly yeah this I is life no hacks flaws. with the experience you don't you want to get places quickly buy an ambulance tint the windows take off the license plates put the sirens on and just drive <laughs> People are legally obligated to move over. Uh, here is our weekly disclaimer: not to take anything that we say seriously. These are all jokes. But do buy an ambulance and do that, though. Seriously, you should. I'm encouraging it. Just don't be an idiot and don't blame us because of it. Yeah, if you do it and get caught, we didn't tell you to. Yeah, we you didn't see anything. Yeah. Uh, you didn't see anything. You never have listened to the Experience Podcast in your life. Never heard nope. of us. No. Nope. No. There's a le- there's a contract every time you you click uh you click the video. Yep, exactly. You sign. Every time you watch. Every time you watch it, you yeah. watch it again, you re-sign. It's that easy. Mm-hmm. Do we have any more Why? life hacks uh, involving uh, ambulances? I don't. Not involving ambulances. Oh wait, there's. <sighs> Unironically, there's a pun there. And oh, uh, it's gone over uh, our heads for like the past five uh, minutes. A life hack. <laughs> ambulance oh i can't believe none of us noticed that i wish the I world don't ended for in puns. well the trick is okay. to just notice it you don't you don't actively look for puns it's not where's waldo you just hear it and you're like, oh, there's <laughs> puns. where's waldo i look for puns Where's Waldo books? Except their Waldo isn't there. <laughs> Where's Waldo? Except Waldo isn't real. The crash was not your fault. Waldo died. 
years ago. Waldo the was a good crash isn't my fault. It isn't. Waldo was a good man. He had a wife and kids. He had a steady job. Promoted. He was a well, exp- uh, well, he was a good employee. And uh, everybody loved him. And it's just a, a shame to not see him in any more Where's Waldo books. All because of the accident involving a person driving an ambulance. And an underage person. Yeah. They were also, like, drunk. And uh, so, yeah. they tinted the windows so much that they were just black and couldn't see anything. Which, in hindsight, was not a good idea. I mean, for that person, it probably wasn't a good idea. No. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was. Even if they might have had fun driving that ambulance around and didn't get caught. You know? Yeah. Well, that was a very drawn-out spiel about where's Waldo. I think we've lost our touch.